0: And God, let's go to verse 11, God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb yielding seed after his kind. Uh, The fourth day, and God said, verse 14, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs, and let them be for seasons, and let them be for days. And for years. Uh, The fifth day, verse 20. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Verse 24, the sixth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And then you get to verse 26. And the Bible says, and God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. I'll stop right there. My subject tonight is Genesis. I'm not going to preach the whole book of Genesis. Don't get nervous, all right? That, That is my subject this evening, Genesis. I read the verses that I read to you today because if you will notice, if you'll pay attention to this, everything that we read is all pointing toward one thing. After the creation of man, Everything changes. The Lord rests on the seventh day. God is through with the creation process, right? He's done with that. So what He has done is He has been very purposeful in His creation. God did things in a very particular order. It, it, would, have been, it would not have made sense to bring forth... Um, the, the grass and the herb-yielding seed and the tree that produces fruit after its kind would have been would, would not have made very much sense to do that if there was not an earth to place them on so god said before we can do that we've got to have an earth but before we can have an earth we've got to separate waters and before and and before we can separate waters uh, we've got to say let there be light and there's got to be a light that can rule and and the Lord did all these things. And he was very strategic. And if somebody would help me, just bump those airs up. I think we're probably a little chilly in here. Bump those airs up tonight. If you like that, say amen. amen. If you don't like it, don't say nothing. <laughs> what the Lord is doing. He gathers waters together so dry land can appear. Everything that God is doing, if you pay attention to this, is moving toward the creation of man. God is preparing the world for humanity, for Adam and for Eve, and he wants them to be able to live on this earth, and yet he also wants them to be able to thrive on this earth. It is Genesis. It is a beginning. And I would tell you tonight that in like manner, God is working everything in your life in a very purposeful way because God is trying to put you and get you to an expected end. He wants you to come to a conclusion of a matter that, that is, is the intended conclusion that God has had for you. But before you can get to the intended conclusion... There always has to be a genesis first. You don't get an omega without an alpha. And you don't get an ending without a beginning. And so the Lord is, is working. And I want to tell you this evening that God is working in all of our lives. And He is always working. And as the song said, even when you don't see it, He's working. And even when you don't feel it, He is working. And. Whether you can perceive him, if you're like Job and you said, I looked on the right hand and I did not see him. And I looked on the left hand where he works and I could not perceive him. Whether or not you see it, whether or not you feel it, whether or not you can uh, determine God being there by your senses or not, I want to assure you tonight that God really is in the middle of all that is going on in your life and in my life. There's nothing hidden from Him. There's no difficulty you are having right now that is hidden from the Lord. You can't say, well, nobody can understand what I'm going through because the Bible says that Jesus uh, was touched in all points like as we are. He is touched by the feelings of our infirmities. and, And the Lord knows where you're at. The Lord knows how you feel. If you feel it, he feels it. Uh, he is aware of the thoughts that run through your head. And, and he is aware of, of the things that cause you such consternation in life. He's aware of your sleepless nights. And he is aware of the, the frustrations that you have. And he is aware of the concerns you have for your family. And he's aware if you're concerned about where the next meal is coming from. Or how are you going to pay the next bill? God knows all of those things and He sees all of those things. And I want to stop and encourage somebody tonight and tell you that you will never be at a point in life that God does not know exactly where you are. That God does not feel exactly what you feel. And that God is not aware of all that is happening to you. Don't ever fall into the trap that nobody has it like I got it. Don't be so prideful that you think nobody could have it like you have it. Don't be, so, don't be so narcissistic and selfish that you would really begin to think nobody can understand what I've gone through. If we really went through this room in a meaningful way tonight and people really broke away the facades... And, and, and they stripped all the layers that, that we accumulate over time as defense mechanisms. And we started telling exactly where we've come from. And saying exactly what we have been through and felt. I think it would probably leave all of us walking out of here tonight under a load that we could not carry. But thank the Lord that there is one who said you may not be able to carry it. But I'll bear it to dark Calvary. And, and I can handle the pain you've felt. And I can handle the physical things you've been through. And I can handle the mental things you've been through. And I can handle the emotional things you have been through. Whatever it is that you've carried. And whatever it is you've come from. I can, I can handle all of that. And he took, he took all of that on himself. And I'm so glad he did. Because I could not have i could not have and you could not have and and just be careful that you you don't just assume things about people's lives and even if you think you know what their situation is you don't know the depths that it carried them to and and you'll never know the feelings they experienced and the emotions that they had and so i would say to this church that we need to always remember that whoever's walking through the doors I don't care if they seem to have it together. I don't care if they don't seem to have it together. We've got to love everybody. We really do. We've got to love everybody. We've got to be good Samaritans. We've got to be good Samaritans. I don't want to be a prideful priest. And I don't want to be a haughty Levite and that's busy and says, I don't have time for this. I really want to be one that can be like that good Samaritan who said, I'll stop everything. I'll, I'll pay whatever the cost. I want sanctuary to live up to its name. God didn't name us that on accident. That that wasn't just happenstance. We didn't just pull it out of the sky. The Lord put that name on this church for a reason. Because God said, I'm going to give you people and I'm going to send you people that need that kind of a refuge. And they need that kind of a place of healing and restoration and uplifting and strength. They're going to need a place to have a Genesis. So God's working in all of our lives. All of the time, God's working and, and whatever you've gone through, whatever you are going through. I'm not trying to belabor that, but I'm just, I'm just, I am just want you to grab a hold of it. Whatever you do, going through and wherever things are in your life right now, just know that God is using this in one way or another. It may not be good, but God's going to use it for good. God's going to use it for good. And He is constantly preparing uh, your spiritual environment for you to be able to live and for you to be able to thrive. Can you say amen? amen. Uh, if you look at Israel in the Old Testament, There was a preparation that was happening in the promised land before some of those people were ever born. Think about it. Before they had ever been born, God was preparing a promised land for them. He told them, he said, I'm going to take you to a land. He said, it flows with milk and honey. God, I haven't seen it. You don't have to see it. I, I've been working on it. I've been putting things in place. You haven't. It's not time for you to be there yet. But I've been putting things in place because I'm ordering your steps. I'm. I am I'm purposefully doing things in a particular way so that when you get to where I want you to be, you'll be in the right frame of mind that you need to be in. And so. While they, uh, while they are starving, God's preparing things and and while they are living in Goshen, God's preparing things, and why, while they are uh, captives in Egypt, and slaves for 400 years, God is preparing things and The Lord is constantly working. And when they finally get to the promised land, let me just back up a minute. While they're wandering through a wilderness, God is preparing things. And and when they finally get to that promised land, the Lord said, I'm going to give you houses that you did not build. And I'm going to give you vineyards that you did not plant. And I'm going to make sure that, that you have all that you have need of. And you say, Lord, what a wonderful thing that you have done. And he said, you act like you're surprised that I would do this. You act like you're you're shocked that I would do this. I had this in mind all along. I just needed you to trust me and to walk with me. And I want to say to somebody in here tonight, one of these days you're probably going to be like others of us have been and we will be at it times again. And you're going to say, Lord, if I just would have known this is where you were bringing me, I wouldn't have been so worried back when I was 26. If I would have known that this is what you had in mind, when I was in my 40s, it wouldn't have been such a big deal. And If I'd understood, God, where you were going to do today, when I, was, when I was back in my 70s or 80s, it wouldn't have bothered me like it's bothered me. I'm telling you something, God has his hand on us. God has his hand on us. I need you to grab that tonight. I need you to believe it tonight. I need your faith to reach up and say, you know what? I believe what my pastor's preaching to me. God has his hand on me. There is a Genesis that began a long time ago in your life. And God said, I've been ordering steps for you. God, are you telling me you put me into that horrible situation? I'm not telling you that I wanted you to be in that. But I am going to tell you I saw you having to be in that. And though it wasn't a good situation, I can take what was a bad situation and bring something good out of it. And when we get to the end of the thing, whatever that end of that thing is, I really honestly believe with everything in me, we're going to look back. And as an old song says, it's going to be worth every long mile. It's going to be worth every hard trial. It's going to be worth it all. Some beautiful, some happy day. God had heathens cultivating a promised land. They didn't believe in the Lord. They didn't serve the Lord, but he said, that's okay. You think you're doing whatever you're doing, but you're really doing this on my behalf. And I know we get all upset about the culture we're living in right now, but could it be possible that God is really working some things out for our good? I'm really gonna, I'm really gonna stand flat-footed in front of you tonight and tell you that I'm going to believe and trust God that one of these days our kids are gonna look back and say, you know, I remember our parents being all worked up and upset about some stuff, but now I can see how God was working in all of those things that God would still on the throne in order for us to believe that 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 we can't make a difference in order for us to believe that God cannot make a difference we'd also have to believe that he has abdicated his position on the throne but I want to tell you tonight my God is still on the throne John said I saw him and he was sitting on the throne You'd have to get to believing that God decided he didn't want to be God anymore. He's still God. He's still God. He still rules. He still reigns. He's still got the whole world in his hands. He's still got everything under control. Just like he knew Adam was going to have to get out and start working in a field and he was going to one day have to... Plant some things that would have to come up. God said before you ever had to put that shovel in the ground, Adam, I already said there was going to be seasons. There was going to be a spring. There was going to be a summer. There was going to be a fall. There would be a winter. I already had it worked out for you, Adam. Long before you ever messed up, I had it all worked out because I saw all things that would happen. I'm glad I serve the God that sees all things. I'm glad I serve the God who knows all things. And I'm glad I serve the God who's already taken uh, all things into account and has it all worked out for my good. We doing okay tonight? He prepared that for them. So spiritually, God's preparing. Everything God does is moving toward the formation of your spiritual man, of your spiritual woman. God is trying to create an environment for your new birth man. To thrive in. The Bible says. That he came that we might have life. And that we would have that more abundant. The Lord said I came. I didn't come that you would just survive. But I came that you would thrive. It's not the will of God. For us to feel like we're barely making it. If that is the way you feel. The majority of the time, you've lost a hold to something that God wants you to have. And that is the spirit of an overcomer. And there's some people that have let go of being an overcomer. And I'm not trying to preach, blab it, grab it, name it, claim it. That kind of mess tonight. And, and tell you that, you know, we're getting, before we walk out of here, everybody gets to claim $10,000 check in the mail tomorrow. That's not what I'm talking about. Now, we, you want to claim that, you go on and claim it. Lord, if you want to give it, we will receive it. <laughs> but I am going to tell you that, that we need to be careful that we don't lose the spirit of an overcomer. The Bible said we are made. We are made. Think about that word, and we have been made. What do you mean? I mean, a long time ago, I started out making you. <laughs> I started out making you a whole long time ago. And, and, and there's been experiences you've gone through, and there's been conversations that you've had, and there's been sermons you've heard preached, and lessons that you've heard taught, and, and there's been all kinds of things that have been happening. There's been prayer meetings you've had, and there's been moments with me. And, and all of these things have been forming you. I've come that you might have life and that more abundant. And I just want to proclaim tonight the abundance that God wants us to have. God, this church needs to be an overcoming church. When people walk into this church, if all we ever do is weep about how hard life is, what kind of hope are we giving them? Take my glasses off. If all we ever do is weep at the altar about how hard life has been, but the Lord's going to be there, something's wrong. If you don't ever shout, something's wrong. If you can't ever dance, something's wrong. You can't praise God, something's wrong. If all you know how to do is, is, is be sad and be weepy, something's wrong. We need to get the joy of the Lord back in our spirits. We need to really grab a hold of the truth of the matter that God started this thing and God's going to finish this thing. And I believe God's starting some things even tonight in some of us that are in this room. God is in control. He wants us to have abundant life. That indicates that before He intervenes in our lives, We are, in fact, without life in its truest sense. If God had not intervened, we could not have life in that more abundance. But because He has intervened, we can have life. Life. I'm here in the middle of it, He says. I'm giving it to you abundantly. The Lord intervenes on behalf of His people. You think about Peter. They were... Having a conversation one day, and and the Lord is with the disciples, and and uh, he says, you know, this is what's going to happen, and and they're going to take me, and they're going to they're going to uh, crucify me, and this is it's going to be a bad deal. I'm just trying to prepare y'all for it. And Peter, the Bible said, began to rebuke him. Peter started telling Jesus, "Not going to happen." <laughs> Don't ever tell Jesus it ain't going to (laughs) happen. Not so, Lord. It ain't... Not on my watch. And the Bible said the Lord turned around and and he said, uh, get thee behind me, Satan. That's a pretty strong statement right there. He looks at Peter and he says, Peter, Simon... Satan hath desired to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you. That your faith fail not. Yeah. And when, the time, when you're converted, strengthen your brethren. I've been praying for you. I've been, I see what's coming. I'm already getting it all going. Now, this is a Genesis moment for you, Simon Peter. But I've got everything worked out. All you've got to do is hold on to the things that I am telling you because God had intervened on behalf of Simon Peter and I am telling you the Lord's intervening for you the Lord is intervening for you I've started praying some very specific prayers I felt like the Lord I shared some, I won't share all of it with you but over some things that have been happening lately. And I told my wife, I said, you know what? I believe God wants to use that situation to do. I just felt something in my spirit. I think God wants to use that situation to do this. And it's going to be a blessing to this church. And she said, I, I believe that. All I got to do, is th- I just give her a little bit. and she and, and she just lights up on fire, y'all. I like preaching to her. I said, babe, I feel like, this. And, and, and buddy, before I knew it, she was over there and, and I didn't get another word out and she was praying in the name of Jesus, claiming it. And I'm just going to tell you, I believe God's got some things worked out for this church that, that she's heard me say it. So if it, when it happens, I'll bring her up and I'll let her tell you that I already prophesied it was going to happen, all right? I spoke it by faith. I'm just telling you right now, I, I'm, I feel the Lord wanting to do some things. And I think sometimes we get so focused on the situations we're in and the difficulties we're in that we forget how God is working. And so we quit thinking forward and we start thinking inward. And everything becomes about how I feel right now and where I'm at right now. But could you just give me one night where you get your eyes off of where you are right now? And would you get your your, your feelings out of the way for just a moment? And could I just get you to lift up your eyes a little bit and get to looking down the road? Because I really believe if I could get this church looking down the road tonight, there would be such a spirit of overcomer that would sweep into this room. That would lift us up that would cause us to rise up in faith that says, you know what, I'm going to start claiming it from my family. I'm going to begin to claim it from my church. I'm claiming it. I wish you'd go ahead and do that. Let's just take about 30 seconds and praise God. Get up on your feet and start speaking things that are not as though they already were. Come on now. In the, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I want to just remain standing. What you see as an ending, I tell you tonight, is only a beginning. You need to quit telling God when it's the end and start letting God tell you when it's the beginning. What You you think it's time to shut it all down and God said, no, I'm just getting started. And if we would get in touch with Him, if we'd be in tune with Him, and if we quit letting go of His hand and start grabbing a hold of His hand, we'd find out that God's just gotten started. He is not nearly finished. He is not nearly done. This is not the ending. This is the beginning. I'm, I'm speaking Genesis over you. I'm speaking a starting point over you. I'm saying it's the beginning for you. saying it's the beginning of healing in your body. It's the beginning of your children coming to God. It's the beginning of your job being blessed. It's the beginning of your home being blessed. It's the beginning of y'all getting things lined out and in order. This is only the beginning. Don't call it the end. Quit saying it's over. God's just gotten started. We are overcomers in the name of Jesus. Jesus. He really did give me life and that more abundance. God didn't give me something that did not have abundance. God did not give me something that was steeped in misery. God gave me something full of joy. God gave me something full of victory. God gave me something full of goodness. Yes, Lord. It is pointing toward the formation of something new. And Lord, we receive it. And Paul would say to the church, he said, I am travailing until Christ be formed in you. I know that God is not done yet. And I'm just going to keep praying. I'm just going to keep believing. I'm just going to keep seeing that there is more to you than what you already are. And I want to say to somebody that is, is disappointed and dissatisfied with who you are in the Lord. Maybe you should be. But also you need to know that God's not finished yet. And I am not all that I'm going to be. I may not be what I want to be yet. But thank God I'm not what I was. And I'm going to be more than I am in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So this is what I feel to do tonight. I just feel like we need to have a, a come to Jesus meeting right about now. I wish we could step out from where we are and just make our way to the front of this church tonight. Those of you that can. And we would just begin to claim in the name of Jesus, the goodness of God over our lives. I want you to claim God's goodness. I want you to claim God's blessing. I want you to claim God's favor. I'm not telling you to claim a check for a certain amount. I'm just saying claim God's blessing and claim God's favor. I'm telling you to claim God's salvation over your family member. I'm telling you to claim God's healing in your body. I'm telling you to claim things that I know God wants for you. Come on, lift your voice. Lift your voice. Lift your voice, you overcomer. Lift your voice, you blessed individual. Lift your voice, for thou art highly favored of the Lord. Lift your voice, you child of God. Lift your voice, you child of the Most High God. Lift your voice, you child of the Most High God. Hey, hey, hey in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. In the name of Jesus. 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 Just pray for another moment. I got a verse I want to pull up real quickly. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. you have to do two things two things God asks you to do God asks you to hear and God asks you to observe to observe means to do he wants you to hear he wants you to observe Deuteronomy 28 and 1 it shall come to pass I like that and it shall come to pass It shall come to pass. Somebody needs to get an it shall come to pass. Come over them right about now. Say it with me. It shall come to pass. Say it again. It shall come. If thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will. Set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city. And blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle. The increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses in all that thou settest thine hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. The Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself as he hath sworn unto thee if thou keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of thee And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season and to bless all the work of thine hand and thou shalt lend unto many nations and shalt now borrow and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail and thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath if thou, if thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day. Don't go to the right hand. Don't go to the left to go after other gods to serve them. God said, you do, you hear what I say. And you do what I say. And that's what I'll do to you. And that's why I have no fear about moving into a new building. I don't. I don't. It's a massive undertaking. It is a massive undertaking. It is an expensive undertaking that we are involved in. But I am not fearful of it. I promise you I'm not. God's got his hand on this church. We have not. Listen. Straw floor Road is not the end. Rook Road is the beginning of something good and something great and something awesome. Sanctuary is not over. Sanctuary is just getting a fresh start. And God is with us. So if you believe that this is a Genesis moment, reach up and grab a hold of it and claim it by faith. This is my Genesis time. For the young and for the old, it's Genesis. For the new, for the established, it's Genesis. For everybody, it's Genesis time. Come on and shout and praise the Lord. Somebody dance, somebody leap. Do something that praises and glorifies God. Come on and do something that glorifies God. Hey! 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 Thank you, Lord. He said, "I'm going to pour out blessings you cannot contain. Man to man, lady to lady, would you just reach out and maybe just take put, put a hand on somebody's shoulder and just just." Pray over them right now. God, bless them more than they know what to do with. Bless them beyond what they know what to do with, God. Let it truly be blessings they cannot even contain them all. Bless their home. Bless their spouse. Bless their children. Bless their job whatever they touch, bless it. Whatever they touch, bless it. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Bless them, Lord. Come on, bless. Tell them, say, I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Jesus. I feel the affirmation of the Holy Ghost over what I preach tonight, Lord. It really is your word. And in our desire to be balanced biblically, God, you do not want us to forfeit the blessings that you have declared over us. And so while we are not trying to be out there and and saying things that are not true, neither, Lord, do we not want to speak the things that are true. We claim these blessings. Yay and amen. They are yay and amen. Every promise you've spoken over your people, they are yay and they are amen. Lord, every word you've spoken over us, it is yay, it is amen. Every touch from the Holy Ghost we've received, it is yay. It is amen. And God, we receive your blessing tonight. We are overcomers. We are the sheep of your pasture. There is no shepherd like the great shepherd. If David can kill a lion, and if David can kill a bear, Lord, I can't even begin to comprehend what you'll do to the enemies that come against us. So I rebuke them I rebuke every enemy That wants to come against any individual In this church tonight It's doubt I rebuke you doubt in Jesus name Depression I rebuke you depression In Jesus name Fear I rebuke you fear In Jesus name Unbelief I rebuke you In Jesus name Discouragement, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. Whatever it is, I rebuke you. And whatever it has been coming against you, you need to start speaking to it. Speak to it. Open up your mouth. Remind the devil and remind the circumstance. God brought me here, He started me on my way, He woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. God's been bringing me here because he had a Genesis moment where he said, I got all that in control. Just start and go. Amen. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm glad I came to church. tonight. Amen. As you leave tonight, I want you to do me a favor. I want all of us to find two people before you leave. Before you walk out the door, find two people. And I want you to just claim a promise of God in your life. Would you just tell them? It could be the same thing to two different people. It could be two different things. You could could claim whatever you felt like God spoke to you tonight. But you just need to claim them. And you need to speak it by faith tonight. And trust that God's gonna bring it to pass. Would you do that with me tonight? I'm gonna to tell you what I'm claiming. That building paid off. That building paid off in a miraculous way. I'm not talking about in a 20-year mortgage way. I'm saying in a miraculous way. That building paid off. Because we got another one to do. We did. We do. Speak it by faith. God bless you. I love you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.